Yes, it's first Tuesday, but this is going to be a special Ovasi view. Since Liz, LGD Poet, is out tonight, we decided to do a part two of Death and Transformation. We were getting a lot of text messages and emails asking questions about this subject. And as you know, so many people are transforming from this realm. So we all need comfort, and when it comes to death, Christians are comforted by 2 Corinthians 5 and 18 in the King James Version. It states, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. We mourn when a loved one has died, their change has come, and we miss their their physical body here in this realm but we have to learn to carry on without them here and it could be very hard at first here because now there's an empty space in our lives many times we forget in that one second and we attempt to call them before we realize their physical absence in our lives is no more we want to tell them about the recent good news, or we may just want to chit-chat, sit back, you know, pull up a smoke, have a glass of wine, you know, just everyday stuff that you do normally would do with your loved ones, but then you tend to come to your mind and then you remember they are absent from their bodies. In Buddhism, there's a concept of bardo, meaning in between. It traditionally describes the traditional state between death and rebirth. Keep that in mind, y'all. But its essence also characterizes the gap between any two states. And I'm not talking about states of the United States. But it's, it, it triggers fear and it forces transformation. It's all about the circle of life, if we can look at it like that. So, how do we go from, how do we go from here? You know, our loved ones are dying, as they say. We're going to talk about it later. I'll be right back. This is Gigi, the storyteller here on Ovasi Views, only on Hot Words, Hot Topics. I'm filling in for Liz on this first Tuesday. She is out. So I'm coming back for a part two of Death and Transformation because this is a part of my journey. Oh, I have to uh, come to uh, bring you guys up to speed from the first one on Facebook, and I did a Death and Transformation Part 1, and this is Part 2, so I want to share some things with you and what I have learned. 
through the past year, and I'm telling you, this past year feels like it's been uh, two years based upon events of people, as they say, loved ones and friends, you know, coworkers and friends of friends dying, you know, and shoo, it's a lot, but we're going to talk about it here on Advocacy Views. We have a wonderful poet who is a part of this Hot Words team, and he comes with it every week with Poem of the Week. So, Zay Picasso, how, how you are doing? you doing? I'm doing good. Right. I had doing? a little tech technicalities at the top of the show, but you know how it goes. You just continue to go with the flow. So, you know, being a poet, you know, we just... <laughs> We get it going, right. we get it going. So right. this is a hard topic, you know, death. You know, people hear that word death and, you know, they immediately, you know, shake to fear. They think about their loved one who recently transitioned or they may think about um, their grandparents who may, their elders who may transition. And it's a lot to take in, but... We're going to talk about it a little bit later on. So you have a, a poem that is reflecting this subject, or are you going to freestyle in something else? Uh, it, 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 it's, sort of, it's sort of on topic because I, uh, I started it like along the lines of what you were saying, and then when I asked what you were saying and you put change, and then I kind of, switched it up, but I, I think it's decent. I just wrote it. I wrote it for this. Hey, I think anything you write be decent, so you could never go wrong. I haven't heard anything that you've written that I'm like, hmm, maybe so Zay, he was off today, you know, so right, you I are one that. of those poets, but for real, real, you are one of those poets to everything you write is is truth and spot on and from the heart and see you you a poet with heart so I feel, I feel like good. long as you uh long as you stay along the lines of real you can never go wrong <laughs> i totally agree I with that I, yeah so that's why I do it, and I feel like real speaks to the soul. So that's why, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, as long as it's from the heart, as long as you're honest with yourself and others, like it'll touch people. Out of, it might not reach everybody, but it'll reach somebody. Absolutely, right. And that's why we're having this type of platform here on Hot Words, Hot Topics, because every host who uh, – when it's their night on a Tuesday or on a Sunday – on um, free free thought society, yeah, it's new and it's great because it's a show for men, you know. And we're hoping that more people tune in, tune in to that because we all have stories to tell, and it's just amazing how this particular subject, you know, I have a story to tell, and we're gonna take a pause with you. I'm gonna give you the mic. Soze Picasso and tell your story in poetry on this particular okay. subject. So yeah, go ahead. I'm ready. Today, uh, 
I ain't had no title for it because I just wrote it, but I think I'm a college transcendent. So uh, here it mm-hmm. goes. Death isn't real. You just exit the realm. Your energy transcends when you are God and not one of them. Shed your avatar, kiss the old goodbye. Greet the new, how do you do, beyond and far. This transformation is more than meets the eye. It's about more of what's going on inside. Your frequency is rising. You can hear it loud like 10-6 by 9s. Vibrating high, you're in tune. Your chakras begin to align. At try-eye open, you can't believe what you see when you start focusing. Next is the switch-up. You can no longer indulge in the low-vibrating hiccups. Stiff-arming the energy jackers and hackers, dodging the robberies and stick-ups. That's what I wrote. Okay. That's what you wrote. (laughs) I like that. You know, you had a lot of truth in there. And see, that's the thing that I wanted to talk about. And so we all can be on this healing path because for me, I came from Christianity. So I tell my story as far as when I was younger, a young teen, a preteen, and the uh, pastors, everybody got up on that pulpit always talking about death, death and judgment, judgment and hell, and it scared the hell out of me, and I had so much anxieties, I couldn't take it, and I remember, you know, this young girl growing up in Compton, California, and um I had anxieties over death, and I don't know if you ever experienced anything like that. Uh, well, I grew up in the church like you too, and uh, they stress that hell and that death shit so much. I think it's to, like, keep people in line. But, like, I used to worry about certain things, and I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to burn because, you know, eternal is a long time to be in pain and torment the way they get their little picture across. So, yeah, you will have certain anxieties. I know y'all dealt with it a lot in Compton because it's a whole lot of killing in Compton. Like, when I was growing <laughs> up, you dealt with it. Don't Third, believe the hype. It wasn't as bad back then. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't as bad back then. But, like, it still goes on. But, like, today is worse because it's, like, it's the kids. Like, from 12... To thirty, it's acting. It's real silly right now out here. You know what I'm saying? So I it's I a lot. It on, I blame it on the new, the crap hip hop and a lot right. of things. And it's crazy. You know, there's no uh, guidance, no true guidance because mostly everybody who uh, pretends to want to help the community. See, that's the worst death because they are in uh, pretending mode and there's no change. So they are stagnant and staying where they are. So, yeah, I want to thank you for coming on and dropping that poetry and poem. And uh, we're going to see you every first and third Tuesday of the month dropping your, your poetry. So we always welcome what you got and see that was on the fly and you hit a lot of the the points that I wanted to talk about. You know, but I wanted to uh 
back it up a little bit and share with the listeners because, as I was saying, coming out of Christianity and they're pounding this uh, death and this judgment, and then when someone do, quote, unquote, die, they give you that comfort of to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, and it somewhat comforts everybody. I remember when it comforted me when I continued to hear that scripture, but then you have people who are atheists or uh, from other cultures and then they believe in other things, right? So from what I have learned, and it was a hard lesson for me because uh, we have talked about this before, because what we do is grief is hard for everyone, and everyone have to go through it in their own way and how they see fit without judgment, right? But we have people who do tend to shift the amount of time that someone wants to wants to grieve. But this is how I see it. I, I know I've mentioned it before that our loved ones would not want us to grieve in their transformation and uh, transformation being changed. They. Yes, as they say, to be absent from the body. Yes, the energy of that that soul has left that body. And for them, this is something that is strange, but I still have to work through it because we know now we miss them because now they are not in our life. And it's like now what do we do? And now it's like, um, is there something that we could have done? Is there something that we should have done? And everything in between, you know. So, so Zay Picasso, wonderful poet, yes, uh, uh You have any more comments on this? We're going to pause, take a little shine to a little track. Or you want to give your information, your contact information out to the listeners? Uh, yes, my uh, contact information is everything. Soze Picasso, S-O-Z-E-P-I-C-A-S-S-O. And uh, I also got a new video out on YouTube right now called Different World. And I got a uh, CD of me doing poetry and like two or three songs on our social platform. So uh, thank you again, Ms. Gigi, and I always appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah, and I always love having you on. So I'll see you on the fourth Tuesday, and guess what? No, not the fourth, the third, and that's me. I'll be back. Yeah, this is a special edition, Death and Transformation Part 2, because we had to come back. Thank you so much, Soze, and I want to say sometimes we do wish for one more day.
it's a transformation. It's a it's a change of your energy moving from the body that it was held up in, and this body goes through so many things, as you know. And then when it's your time, and and this is something that I truly believe too. Um, and I can't say for everyone, but for many, uh, because I witnessed some, and it's like when you are ready, you know, some things are unexpected, but I, I do believe that even in those moments, in those seconds, you, he, while you still have your body, you still have that opportunity to uh, make some peace with it so you are able to move on, right? So the thing that concerns me, because we we are here to every, not, you know, <laughs> I say everyone, but everyone's not willing to, to make that change and to look at things at uh, a different angle, right? So I mentioned the title of this particular ep- episode, to someone I know, and soon as they heard death, they were like, oh, no, um, I don't think I want to listen to that one. And and I said, well, you don't know what I'm going to talk about because basically I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I know I want to share some Gigi stories, and I know I want to share with you all if you have anything to uh, contribute simply. Press 1 while you're on the phone. If you're listening in on Blog Talk Radio, it's easier than that. Just call 563-999-3742 and press 1. You can join in on the conversation. And I would um, love to uh, talk with the next person that comes in. It's great. But in that meantime, I want to uh, share something which is it almost freaked me out because <clears throat> being tortured in Christianity and then going through learning some things and, and with um, these transformations in my life of other people, I had to really come to terms with it because now I'm set up for anxieties with who's next, who could be next, right? So, but... I had to stop myself from doing that, right? Stop immediately. I had to stop entertaining those type of thoughts. And I know for a fact that because I have learned to live life here abundantly and live it the best way that you can and for me to eliminate the the drama so you can always, like, when you arise and it's good rising and good day, and that's what it is, and, and truly, and that's what it should be, okay? So if you have a loved one who has transitioned, they would want that for you. They would want for you to have that good rising and good day and and make the the lemonade out of the lemons because it is tough here. And sometimes we feel like we don't have any other choice here, but we're here. And a lot of us, we're, we're trying to figure, figure it out. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out. I think I have most of it figured out, (laughs) figured out. 
But I came across this with uh, Albert Einstein, and I found it so interesting because because I lived my life to the fullest, and I felt like if this body broke down and it was, um, you know, ready for me to transition and move on to wherever, you know, and at this point, I'm going to say you all, I, I, I can't, I don't know, to the next dimension, that is like the, the, the best that I can I can say and that's the best thing that I could believe that that is my truth, okay? So for me, if I had a dis-ease or something to where I had to have surgery, I would not do it. And I would tell some people around me about this and they thought I was being morbid, but I was just being, you know, really honest uh, about that and coming up front with that so you can know where I'm coming from. So when it's my turn, my time to transition, that the people around me, they would know that, oh, she lived a good life. She did what she wanted to do and needed to do or whatever. But I found it funny that Albert Einstein, he, he said that he wants to go the way that he wants to go. This is his opinion. He said, it is tasteless to prolong life artificially. I have done my share. It is a time to go. I would do it elegantly. And up until today, I promise, I I never knew that he or (laughs) this comment even existed, but it just falls in line to the way that I feel about that. And also feel that um, you can, I wouldn't say like to be bold and, and face it head on because you're you're still, you know, it's like performing, you know, uh, you're, you're good at it once you get going, but yet still you have like a little nerves there, right? So when you come to peace with it, because in so many ways we are told that we are here temporarily, so why wouldn't you make it the best there is? It's temporary. And it's, I, I mentioned it on the last show that we had because we was talking about the COVID, and it was like this phrase going around about, I want to stay here. So it's this um, this uh, mechanism that's going into people that they want to stay here and it's causing another type of confusion, okay, to stay here. It's, it's you know, it's, it's good it's good and all. However, um, I'm an adventurer, so I'm like, you know, when my time comes, because I'm not ready yet, but, you know, hey, that's what I, I speak. I'm not ready yet. But I also wanted to share this with you, uh, Aristotle. He says that the dead are more blessed and happier than the living, and to die is to return to one's real home. And you're like, what what does he mean by that? Oh, we don't know. And the healing part is for us to not concentrate on the next step, the next phase of where we're going. It's like we're causing trauma to our own self. This is like something 
that I have learned for my own self to experience and especially oh my goodness since the last six months it's even been <clears throat> even greater because based upon the experience that I have gone through and for anybody else it would probably break them to experience something like this and it's so it's very good for my heart and my soul to get somewhere where I can be comfortable and I know that I have to rest in the the knowledge that the loved ones are in a better place you know some say heaven fine I I just stay in a better place because here as you know, of all the trauma that we go through here and it's constant learning from uh, situations and our fears and it's like a constant school and it's never ending and it's psychological and it's like, stop the mechanism, truly. This is what we need to learn to do for ourselves while we are here. We need to learn how to live in harmony within ourselves while we are here. And um, it's really great to um, get through. I used to be down with, you know, the four stages of death. They exist. They exist. However, I think they exist in different ways for people, or to so many people, because everyone goes through, um, you know, life and death in their own way. So no one can, you know, <laughs> restrict, well, you're supposed to be at number one, and number one is denial, you know. But, um, but what I would say and put out there that it would be something for you to heavily breathe on and uh, flow with because and go with uh, your intuition and know that um, they are at peace and, and, and keep remembering like the good times and, and, and try not to remember the sad times, as many memories that you have that's good, um, yeah, stick with that. Oh, you had to offer 
All right. This is Gigi, the storyteller here on Avasi Views, Hot Words, Hot Topics. And see, that's the part that we want to avoid, the broken heart. <clears throat> it is crucial whew, because it's um, it's hard here. I can't even express that. People look at me like I have it all, like I know it all <laughs> and everything, but that is not the case, not at all. It's like I'm going through this just like just like everyone else, right, everyone who, who's willing to go through it and, and take the opportunity to move past the emotions that we feel when one of our loved ones have transitioned on. Like my mom, when I was 25, that was deep for me, and I've learned some things. I went through a lot with that, and I think I spoke more on that on trans, death and transformation part one, so you can go over there and listen to that one because I, I know I went more into detail with with that one, and that was great. And I um, also wanted to confirm some other poets. It's funny how uh, Plato and Socrates, you know, they're poets and, you know, and they have written things that's in the Bible, right? So I'm wondering, because this sounds familiar to me, um, as uh, they define death as the ultimate separation of the soul and body, they regard the body as a prison for the soul and view death as a means of freedom for the soul. And when I read that, I was like, I, I, I'm feeling that, I'm feeling that. And um, it's just wonderful that we could rise and, and be here and still be standing because, unfortunately, it's like um, these entities that want to take us down and take us out so we can go out grieving and then um, forgetting the good memories of our loved ones and always holding on to the grievous parts. And in a way to do that, um, again, I don't... I'm nobody judge, or I don't have the answers for anything. I'm just sharing with you here on Avasi Views what what is good for me and my so here. Um, keeping keeping up with dates of their transition, you know, people it helps some people, and that's good. But for me, and um, like the date. Like my mom's birthday, I'll do something like fun, and generally I may have a. And sometimes it falls on a, on the, a show that we're broadcasting on, but not to make it a, a tradition, you know, because it's like I'm still carrying things over and over over again, and instead of uh, staying focused on the wonderful transition that they are experiencing wherever their soul went off to. And and I'm here still in this memory uh, phase where it's, it's stuck in, in a grief. And I know that's, uh, again, that's not what our loved ones would want for us, you know, as they go on. 
Um, there was this pastor, and I was trying to find his video, um, and I'm going to still continue to find it because he made a comment that, like, when a person dies, that's it, and that's all, and then they're dead, and then their spirit is in heaven. And so he came up on that philosophy, of course, of Christianity, and he said that if you are if you are speaking to a loved one he was uh, making a statement that it was probably a demon because you have not been able to to heal and i totally disagree with that i don't want to touch in on that because coming up right behind me next week second tuesday savvy sessions she's going to talk about how spirits and ancestors communicate and I can't wait for that one because um, people are still throwing out things that scare people you know when we lose sight of our spirituality and and we're still learning we have to dig past um, the gore of it all and we can't even change we can't go into our rightful transition because we're loaded down with what we were told about about death you know and I'm very happy that I'm not at in that same place to where uh, I'm scared of it uh as far as funerals goes I will attend because of other relatives or uh for them but as far as looking at the the body, I'm not doing that. I think it's morbid, and uh, I do believe that comes from, like, an old tradition, you know, keeping people in line, and that's the thing. So the fear is def- definitely in there, you know, for always. And if you've grown up into Christianity, that's, like, major. And you take someone who is, who's an atheist and someone has transitioned and it's been my experience this is what i speak on if i see my experience that um they're still struggling with it. it's not like a done dot a done deal it's they're dead i've seen um some things on youtube because you can like put in a search engine and go look it up yourself <laughs> so different aspects on what is death but one lady, I didn't even look at it because I just, it didn't resonate with me, okay? Her experience was she died, right? She died, and then it was like, that's it. It was like nothing, and I'm like, that was like the caption, and I did not want to go there. Um, my spirit didn't lead me to go there to follow up to see what she was talking about when it came to death and transformation. I like to look at it as the butterfly effect with the shell shedding off and then the spirit moving on to something greater and better. And that's what keeps me going here because if I didn't, I don't know. I just want to... Uh, Maybe I'm in a fantasy world. Hey, I'm that Pisces. (laughs) 
I'm that Pisces. I'm, I'm known to stick my head in the sand at times, but I do believe in you have to do what is best, what is best for you. And that's uh, really true when it comes to something like this. And the memories are great. That's not healthy. <laughs> Let's put that right there. We're going to join up with co-host LMG. 
She always has something to say on some particular topic. What you got? What you got, Miss? Hey, y'all, this is LFG, better known as Artistic Diva 722. Well, I do have a story to tell, just like Miss Gigi's a storyteller hosting tonight. Uh, my father, stepfather, he's my father, though, transitioned in 2017, and I got the pleasure, and also Gigi, of taking care of him in his last days, because he's always just been very good to me and to my mate. So anyway, we took care of him in his last days. We didn't know they were his last days, but we were there for him and took care of him. He ended up being bedridden after a while, but while he was still on his feet, he liked to dance every now and then, cut a jig. He was kind of of a serious guy, Aries person, and tall, six six one or so, and thin, and he liked sweets and everything, and he liked to dance. So when my mother went off to church, me and Gigi, we would always say, yeah, grandma gone, turn up the music. That's what we'd say, and he'd laugh. And we'd turn up that music and have it blasting because they have a big two-story house and it echoed really nice. And so we were having a good party up in there while she was at church. And his favorite song was um, Braided Hair by Nina Cherry, which is N-E-N, and then the regular word spelled Cherry. So go check that out on YouTube. But he was, for whatever reason, really fascinated with the lyrics and how it was going, and he said, did you see some people in the junkyard? And he was just all like, mystery about it and everything. But every time I hear that song, it was special, and Gigi made a really, really nice memorial slideshow for his memorial and had a whole bunch of his photos in it and memories of family and everything, and that song was playing in his memorial. So it was just really great, good memories, and he was there for me. You know, I have a biological father. He's still alive. My biological mother is still alive. But when he transitioned, what made me cry, he was my heart, that's all. And he helped pay for my... um, my schooling for graphic design and the fabulous artist that I am today, and he believed in me, and that's really all I wanted to say. He touched me. Excellent, excellent. He touched many, many people, and that's great. And he has transitioned, and he's doing his thing. Death is a process of transformation. I mean, we go through this metaphor, you know, we're changing from this to that and that to this, and and it's good. And the reason why I have this show and I keep talking is because it's the, the, the healing part of it for us, the ones that's left behind, right? Okay, as I said before, I grew up in uh, Christianity and where this particular faith, they talked about um, going going up to um, 
the rapture, <laughs> okay, yeah. and then also the the twinkling of the eyes, and then the twinkling of the eye, and then there was this fantastic change now in my opinion because it's Ovasi views. Uh, in my opinion, I do believe that the death is the the twinkling of an eye because one minute, one second we're here, and then within the next breath we have transformed. And I think that's that's really groovy. Um, what I don't like is that death is seen as morbid, and we when we mourn and it pulls on our our energy and you know this is again my my uh my experience my experience so if anyone want to drop a comment or two call 563-999-3742 press 1 and we can chat about it you can share your experience or you want to add a little tidbit that you know about this death and transformation. We have a caller right now, last four digits. Welcome to Ovasi Views, 4986. Oh, you got the mic. that's me. That's you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, and and so can everyone else. (laughs) Okay, well... um, (laughs) I have a question for you, but I also first want to say that those were lovely stories. The person who called in about her stepfather, that was heartwarming. And I just also want to say that I love what you said about the twinkle of the eye and how that can transform people because I I personally believe that the eyes are the seat of the soul. Like you can, I mean, not like I have the skill to look in someone's soul, but I I do, I've heard that once and it resonated that um, just the eyes are like the, like a doorway into someone's soul. So like that twinkle that you're talking about, that's, I believe that that can transform somebody. That wasn't why I called though. That was just an afterthought. I have a question for you. I'm just curious about what your views are, if you have any, on near-death experiences, if you've heard anything about that, and um, and if so, has it helped you? Has it, like, how has that contributed to your journey? And, like, I was brought up in Catholicism, which is different than Christianity. I don't know if it's worse or better or just different, but, like... <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's say differently worse. How about that? Okay, <laughs> the the Catholic part, you know, because Christianity right. came from Catholic, and it's, it's it's you know, in my opinion, because this is Ovasi views, and my story is it's all it's all bad, you know, just too many extras right. that was put in it, you know, man made ideas, and you know, it fall by the wayside uh, when it comes to me and how I live my life. So to answer your question, um, luckily, oh, oh, I've had a near, they almost got killed story into where two times, and yes, you do see your life like things and memories. 
I've had two incidences where uh, a big rig was coming at me, and then there's this flash, and you see things in your life from, like, earlier years, and it goes, like, in seconds and rapidly and fast. And then I had another one where I was in a car collision, the car spin around in circles, and I saw nothing but white. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to die. And it was like the same thing. These memories was flashing, okay? That's uh, what that was for me. And personally, which um, the very person that got me to get on this uh, journey about death and how I need to put my heart somewhere, otherwise so I won't crack up. <laughs> um, my nephew, who was a year younger than me, I'm 61 right now, and um, he has transitioned last year in April 2020, okay, for 2020. I thought that was interesting when my, my nephew yeah. transitions, right, and he was uh, like a brother, to me, and that broke me. I can say I was broken when he died, and he trans transformed in um, April. And I promise you, it wasn't until about six months later till I really came back to myself. And it was cr- it was crazy. It's like a whole time went by. I didn't even realize it. I had people upset with me because. I missed their birthdays, and I'm like, no, I did. I, I did call you, and I even dropped you a, a Gigi rhyme. And they're like, no, that was the year before. So I lost time because I was going through some stuff. But through my nephew's experience, and he was a prophet, he actually he had a heart condition several years ago prior to you know what took him out his transitioning last year but he had a heart condition and he did he he legally technically doctors say that he he did die and he would come back and the last time he did this he come back and he told me that he was in this room and he saw his mom who had uh, transitioned in 86, and he saw his mother, and he was speaking to someone in his mind where it, it could be like God, so to speak, and he was asking him, where where am I? What is this? And the spirit had told him, you're in the OSHA room. He was like, OSHA. You know, so he came back. They, they took the electro and they brought him back and he came back and then but prior to that when he saw his mom because he wanted to go he said I want to go I want to be with you and then his mother this is what my nephew told me he had you know died and then he told me that she told him it's not your time yet and uh so he lived several wow years, what a lovely uh, story I know and I, I really wish I need to find that recording because he has told this story many times, and, you know, I was right there by his side. I was taking care of my nephew, you know, my brother, you know, and it's strange for me to have someone you've grown up with since you was a little kid, you know, you have shared memories, and um, he has transitioned. So it's a lot that I had to go through and I know him, right? And his energy and it's 
oh, my goodness, it's so magnetic. And it would be shame on me to continue to uh, grieve his passing because he came back, he come, he come back with a wonderful story. And there's other I, stories. What, go ahead. Oh, you, I'm sorry. What was your name and where you calling from? Judy. I'm Judy from Phoenix. Judy, I didn't even recognize yes. your voice. I know. I, and in fact, it, it dawned on me as you were speaking. I'm like, I should have told her who I was. <laughs> I didn't even I think did, about now it. Now that was, I'm listening, I'm like, yes, yes, okay. So go ahead. Right. Okay. Well, um, just as you were speaking, I was just curious if you thought about going to a medium to talk to your nephew. So like my sister did that um, because, well, my niece, her youngest daughter, uh, tragically left us. I won't share that story because that's tragic and sad. But um, she went to three different mediums. Um, And interestingly, she didn't really fully believe in the afterlife or any of that stuff. But, you know, when you're going through grief and that kind of a thing, especially with your daughter, um, you know, you're more open to do things or to try things than you would under other circumstances, you know what I mean? So um, she went to three different mediums and all three of them validated uh, she she chose good mediums. Well, I I gave her the list, so um, I don't. She trusted mm-hmm. me. Uh, so, but the mediums she chose were legit. They were genuine mediums. There are fake ones out there, so you want to choose well if anyone is to do this. And yeah, I'm, I'm talking to your listeners now too, because to be discerning. But um, just with regard to your nephew, have you thought of doing that? Um, I know that it helped my sister because they didn't allow her to give her any – the mediums did not allow my sister to give her any information prior to the the actual channeling or the mediumship, the session, I should say, Um, so that when my niece came through – they could validate the information. So that that's just what that's a way to tell a legit medium. But anyways, have you thought of that? You know, Judy, you know me. I'm Gigi the storyteller and I have friends, in my circles <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> For real. You know, as people there's like three, four people that I know that, as a matter of fact, we're going to have an upcoming show coming up in a couple of months. I'm going to try to have all of them on the show. Um, we don't like titles. Uh, I've said many times before here on Ovasi Views that I am a seer, and I I see things that will help other people. And so you mentioned how those mediums, there are a lot of fake ones, and a lot of them, they're on TikTok, and they just absolutely get on my nerves. And because I also, I read tarot cards and, and whatnot, so um, I, don't, I don't trick with it at all. I'm very serious with it, and it's funny for me from coming from Christianity to doing something like this, and 
Yeah, I would be very much open to do something like that. <clears throat> that would be a wonderful experience, especially from someone that you have, um, you know, recommended. So I know that would be great. But, um, like, my nephew, his energy has bounced back here um, periodically, you know, uh, periodically. <laughs> And he's just having a ball, right, because his his energy in the body that he had was nothing but pain. Uh, what caused him to transition was bone cancer. So, hmm. so oh. here I have, yeah, so I'm looking at, am I that selfish to want, and, and also with um, Lisa Michelle's dad, you know, because he became a part of my life as well. And I remember crying to him, and his body was shriveling up, and I was so freaking selfish because I wanted him here with me. And I was like, and we all call him Grandpa. And um, and, I'm ta- and I remember I'm talking to him in his sanctuary in the den, and I'm like, I want you here. <laughs> And I'm looking at it like a little bit, and I'm looking at myself I'm like, how selfish are you? He's ready to go. He already told all of us, the whole household, my bags are packed and I'm ready to go. And that speaks volumes for people who are prepared and, you know, they're prepared to transition. And, um, I, again, I said I want to do this show because I want people who come and listen, listen to the part of to pull the sadness away from you here because when you're living your own body like that, you're causing a dis-ease to your own body. And so what good service is that? So I totally believe in the mediums, I remember when I did not used to because in Christianity they told us it was of the devil. So I stayed away. But <laughs> but now, um, and I know LMG can testify to this too, you know, if we have this Christianity background. So we stayed away, so from, stayed cat away reading. from cat reading. Excuse me. Um, excuse me. Somebody else is talking. Somebody I else missed is that. Talking. I missed that. Oh, there's an echo. Okay, maybe it's an echo. I thought that was. Um, I thought that was. Um, there's an echo. There's an echo. We'll be right back. When I think back on these times, had the dreams we left behind. I'll be glad cause I was blessed to get to have you in my life When I look back on these days, I look and see your face You were right there for me
is Gigi, the storyteller here on Obasi Views, and I want to tell you, my nephew, Prophet A.D. Turner, he transitioned a year ago, and like years before that, when I was living in Georgia back in 2006, uh, I left the church. No, first I was talking to him, and I was like, you know what? (laughs) I need to, uh, like, leave the church. It's, you know, not doing anything for me at the current time. You know, I was looking at some things and learning some things and what I knew when I was seven years old. Yeah, I was right all the time. So I walked away from church but yet stayed grounded with him. You know, I didn't completely be out there. I think everyone needs, like, a spiritual advisor and whatnot. And um, to fast forward, Judy, he would talk to me some things, and I was in the learning stage. And then after a while, fast forward, when he would talk to me, it would be all confirmation, 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 confirmation. And um, as I was growing and being more confident about who I am as a seer, Right, because he was very confident about who he was as a prophet, and he he was really good. And I have other friends who they speak to the spirits, and um, they're really spot on, and and it's amazing. And I do believe that many of us have these abilities, you know. And through Christianity, they kind of you know squash it. You know, they don't want to right. be doing uh, things like that. and But that's a whole nother topic. And this right here, because we know what we know, we, I don't know, people may feel like I'm harsh, but this is how I feel. <laughs> and this is Ovasi views. And listen, because who we are and who as uh, energy and what we know, we should know better. We should not, and this is something that I have learned because I was a grieving trick, for real. However, that's I, I noticed that it wasn't doing anything for me. It was just draining me. And now I'm at this elevated level because it happened once, it happened again, and I have to be a place where I can be safe in my mind. And that's following the traditions of who we really are. We are spiritual beings in this temporary body, and it's and it's simple. Yes, yes. And, and I love. Wanna, yes. Hmm. Go ahead. I was just saying yes. I was just you know I was agreeing with you. Yes. So it, that being with um, religion and and pumping all this fear into us, and then we're unable to reach the the elevated standard of where we need to be so we can rise above the sadness and the heartache and the bad memories thereof. Uh, I'm happy to report everyone (laughs) here on Avasi Views, Hot Words, Hot Topics, that um, there's so many of my relatives, all the way back to when I was 14, when the first one transitioned on. So I have gone through a lot and learned a lot with that, and I knew I don't want to see the dead body because that's not who they are. I learned that with my mother in 1985, and I was 25, and I was like, 
I don't want to do that. It's not doing anything for me. So uh, I move on, and I move on uh, with their with the their memories. I move on with uh, the things that I do with my poetry and the shows that I do and the backings that I used to get uh, with my nephew, and he would always encourage me to keep doing this because I love doing this. I love to do radio broadcasting, so that's why I'm always on live and on the air. And he had a, a prophecy for me that is really groovy. I'm not going to share it with you guys. But I, I, I stay focused and I stay in that moment because we can trick ourselves in our minds and then we stay and live in that sadness. But we need to stay in the element of healing because, yes, they have their energy has moved on, and we need to speak it like that because when we say they they died, you know, it triggers something in our in our mind because of the way that we have been programmed and the way that we have been taught through the years. But if we take practice, we everybody, have, right? So we haven't learned like our culture. Our culture does not have a definitive um, belief system about the afterlife, and I think that causes a lot a fear of death and fear of whether our loved ones made it to the other side, fear that what if there is a hell and what if fear, I mean, fear of maybe they're just in the ground somewhere or and nothing. And it triggers a lot of our own fears. And I think that I'm, I'm going to bring it back to the, the the mediumship and the spirituality that you mentioned a minute ago. And the reason why is because I feel like it's linked into healing. Like when you, you're healing, for example, you're saying that you were able to rise above and see, and I'm kind of that way too. But what it, what has occurred to me is that it's, I think that's because we have a strong belief in the other side, because you were talking about being the seers and, and and your nephew is the prophet. And so there's like, and yes, we have that sadness that they're not here with us on the earthly plane anymore. But at the same time, we have a knowing that they really are safe and that their soul really is in another place. But there's a lot of people that don't have that knowing. And I think that you know, everyone has to have their own brand of spirituality. I'm not trying to imply that there's only one. But if there's not some, I think what would facilitate people's healing is to have some sort of whatever their own subjective personal experience of a spiritual journey is in order to help them connect with their loved ones on the other side. Because as you said, which I thought was um, pretty profound, insightful, is that all of us have that capability of talking with them. We just don't believe that we do. And one of the things that seeing the medium did for my sister is that confirmation. It actually facilitated her healing in a certain way. It's not like she's going to suddenly stop missing 
her daughter. You know, it's not that kind of a healing. Mm. But there was there was still a level of healing involved because it was a feeling like I'm connected again. Like because a lot of people don't know that they're still connected. A lot of people don't know that they can talk to the other side or that the other side might send us messages. I mean, like you were saying, your nephew is still here. His energy has come back. But but I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people aren't able to move through the healing process is because they're not able to connect with that. Do, do, do you, does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? It makes a lot of sense, okay? We're going to back it up just two, two mites <clears throat> because you did say it all. The people who have um, come under the ideology of Christianity and these other religions, and they do not have that type of spiritualism to where, yes, um, there is reincarnation so they can't be comfortable with that, that freely live in your life here in this realm, in this dimension here, instead of always living in fear of the unknown. And then they're going to give you an unknown. They're going to tell you you're going to hell, right? So it's difficult. But, however, they kind of do tell you, like I I stated um, at the top of the hour, there's a scripture in the Bible, 2 Corinthians 5 and 8, Um, and it talks about to be absent from the body, except they misquoted, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord is two different things, but see, they, they twist it up, but they still had the same premise as um, Aristotle and Socrates, um, their um, views on, on death and the transformation of it all. But the, the thing that they did leave with us all, that death is inevitable in all life, and it is for real my Ovasi view and opinion that there is life and life and life moves on, I totally know there is a circle of life and as um, energy flows and, and moves on and we move. Now, the people who cannot believe like that or because of the blockage of the way they was brought up or their, their faith, their you know their religion right so for for them they have to hold on to what they do hold on to and that is uh the trinity it is uh that scripture to be absent from the body is to be present so they do believe that one day they will be united with that loved one and to me that's sad because they could have always been you know, connecting uh, with their energy because the one thing about energy and as it flows and even with spirit, they're not going to be anywhere that they don't want to be, right? So I could share another Gigi story Um, recently, another death in my family, Um, my great nephew, and uh, with him, 
I was sitting down. I went into this meditation. It was just beyond belief the way that it was. And his energy came to me, and he let me know some truth about what happened to him. It was from, you know, gossip and people going by what they think. But his energy (laughs) found his way all the way to Auntie Gigi, and he reassured me some truth, and it was super amazing. And I've had that experience many times with different people uh, in, in, in my family when they have transition. I've had another time when I had a cousin to where um, I was working on the show, and all of a sudden her energy come to me, and I thought of her, and then I called and come to find out, oh, yeah, it was it's bad. You know, something had happened to her. She transitioned. So when her energy, spirit, so to speak, left her body wherever she was, connected with me. And, and, and that's, how, that's how I found out that she had transitioned because she came to me. And I was like, what is this? So when I called, that's when I found out. And um, as with my nephew, I can testify that two other people have um, uh, my nephew's energy have come and connected with their energy. And they call me, they're like, oh, my God, Miss, I saw, uh, like, uh, his god uh, his goddaughter. She said, oh, my God, um, Dad came to me, and, you know, he looks good. You know, and the other person, too, they tell me the same thing, that my nephew looks good. His body, he's younger, he's fit, he's healthy, you know. And um, oh, what what a, I, how lovely. It's, it, and it's amazing, and I can't be here sad. I can't, you know, oh, I miss him. You know, the only thing uh, <laughs> that was making me sad, because I did go through anger and, and uh, denial. I did go through some of those at different times and points, depression beyond belief, you know, because it was my, my nephew, my brother, you know, we was connected. He used to call me uh, Auntie Mama, you know, so it was a hard hit for me. But as hard as it was hit for me, that's as high as I elevated knowing the truth. And so I rest in that. I totally rest in that. And um, him um, watching, not like always like some sky god, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> I make my own self laugh. But I'm just saying because we are all connected, we're connected with the earth and the ground and the trees. And and, um, as I said before, and a lot of people know that the trees communicate with one another, right? They they talk. They're they're talking to one another. So I believe, Miss Gigi, here on Avasi Views, Hot Words, Hot Topics, I believe that, yeah, when and, and when we need them, and and I don't to combat what that minister was saying that they're only demons. No, no, and I want to say here, um, not all demons are bad. Like, not all angels are good. So we can talk about that. When we do that. When I think back on I'll be glad cause I was left to get to have you in. 
you know, and this is not by uh, branded by race or anything like that, um, ethnicity or anything like that. Um, they want to talk about <clears throat> their uh, new world order, but let me tell you, there's a rise up for people who are coming, uh, becoming stronger in their intuitions, you know, in their yes. discernment. Those people right there, the wisdom that we must stand on, that right there, right? Um, this is what we need to uh, focus on, right? We know that whatever we focus on, that's what's going to have our attention for always. Our loved ones, they're good. They they fought the good fight. They've been through the battles here. They've been through the nine to five, working the jobs, you know. They've been through not having a job. They've been through all of this here, this capitalistic life here. Why would you want them to drag them back in and be here for you so you can feel comfortable? Yes, there was a hole in my heart when my nephew transitioned. However, I have filled that hole up with joy. And it's like it's like I have a new fresh breathness of life, you know, here. So in the hard times, everything he ever told me about when I would call him and he would tell me about different things and he would tell me about people and I would be so angry you know, because I'm, you know, I have y'all, I got French in me, okay, Ovasi, email Ovasi. <laughs> I got that French in me, and I will pop off. I get angry and just all kind of stuff with French people. And I used to wonder, why am I like this? And I started, <laughs> I started doing some research. I said, oh, this some, ugh. I said, oh, they're like that. So, it was some things that I, I had to overcome about myself and that that anger. And I'm glad that I did overcome that. It was it was it was killing me to be angry like that. So I've now I feel it with um my hopes and dreams, you know, while I'm here. You know, and, and things And I think are it going, made you wiser too. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it does not benefit you or anyone else to just constantly focus on the hurt, the hurt, the pain, the pain. I missed him. I missed him. And you can't move on. You can't move on. <sighs> Let's all heal together. This is why we have these shows, for real, on Hot Words, Hot Topics. Every host that's talking uh, are sharing their experience and what they have learned, uh, dropping uh, some knowledge to other people, and as I said before, like next Tuesday, I can't wait. Savvy Sessions, you know, she has a wonderful topic, how spirits and ancestors communicate. You know, it's funny how I'm talking about this death and transformation because, but I'm keeping it right here, locked on the fact that transformation, the change of us, the change of us as human is more exciting than a dreary thing, you know, and I'm not going to lie, I have a lot of family members, and, you know, y'all forbid, you know, when it's their transformation, you think I'm not going to cry? Heck yes, 
just the thought of it. I had to stop myself a couple of weeks ago because I was having anxieties over um, my senior relatives taking the COVID shot and the way that I, my views on immunization anyway, I sent, I was sending myself somewhere crazy. I had to stop. And this is what um, I'm learning and continue to learn, and that's what I want to share with our listeners as well. And it's okay, you know. As a matter of fact, we're going to have another show upcoming uh, future. It's going to be about it's okay to not to be okay, especially with people, women, especially women, especially men, you know, we go around and, and always trying to be strong all the time, and, and that's not good. Where we are, like, strong, we can handle life difficulties that come at us, but when they come at us, we need our strength. We need our strength in um, honestly being the energy, the spiritual beings that we are. That's what I want to tell you. If you are a Christian, I don't want to knock Christianity because I come from that and I learn a lot from it, but I do want to tell you a lot of things that come from Christianity comes from spirituality. You know what I mean? It's just that uh, men, mankind added a lot of stuff onto it so we really couldn't get to the, the true information about it. It's, it's all covered up with um, with fear, you know. The, the minute people hear the word death, as I said before at the top of the hour, um, they hear death and they immediately start to feel fear, you know, start to feel sadness. And when you hear about someone, uh, someone's love, uh, loved one have transitioned, and sometimes I don't even make a comment. And and if I do, I'll go in their inbox, like if I know them, and then I'll go in their inbox and I'll give them what message was given to me, and then I'll say so. But to follow along with the generic, oh, I said my condolences, I can't do that. I used to do it, you know, because I'm sad that you're sad, but, you know, yeah, be sad because you're going to miss them, you know. You, you you may have that hole. You may feel like your heart just stopped. You may feel like you can't breathe in that next second, all of that. But with all of that, we we, we got to pull ourselves together for our old self, and uh, we must go on. We must go on. That's the biggest, greatest message that I have learned in my journey because if I don't go on and and continue to believe the way that I was brought up, I wouldn't be like I am right now. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to come and talk to you all like this. The first show that I did about death and transformation, um, it was on, on Facebook, and I broke down and cried. You know, but I have uh, gained strength from that moment. From that moment to here, and I've learned some things, and it's like, fear not, my people, because a transition is life and life, and life goes on. It's like um, if you have a a relative, 
and they move to another state. Any type of change is scary. If you have a new job, you go into a new job, your first day, you got the little butterflies, you're a little scared. If you are about to relocate, even though you plan for a year, two years in advance, you say, hey, you know, in about a year I moved to Atlanta, you know, <laughs> Uh, my job going to transfer, everything is okay, you know, uh, you have transportation, all things good. But yet, because it is change, change is difficult. No matter, it's good, good change, bad change, it could be a good change, but there's still some uncomfortability in that change. That's just the way it is. Life moves on always continues in the next second, change in the next second. You thought it was the same way, but it's not. We are continuing to move and rotate and, and move. Even uh, Mercury, <laughs> when we have those, uh, don't laugh at me, Judy. But the Mercury retrogrades. Yes, thank you. The retrogrades. It decides I'm going the other way, right? And then when we know this is happening, that is a change. And when it is happening, in my opinion, breathe deep, take your time, go slow, and that's what you have to do. And that's what I learned to do in the transitioning of family members because something has stopped in my world, and now it's going backwards. I have to get a grip. Breathe deep. Something has changed. Um, take your time. Put uh, Not to put everything yes, in a box, but what was that? Uh, I was just going to say, I think sometimes going backwards is not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes – we need to rejuvenate ourselves. Sometimes we need to sometimes we need to not do anything. Sometimes we need to go backwards in order to go forwards. Sometimes it's those backwards steps that help us sometimes unravel something um that we we might not know consciously that it needed to be unraveled. But then after it happens and we move forward, we're like, oh, okay, we get our footing again and we move forward. But I think just from my personal experience, I found like that those, I guess I'll call it a retrograde because sometimes we retrograde, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes we feel like we go backwards. And I feel like a few of those times in my life, um, ultimately were beneficial for me, even though in the moment it didn't feel like it was. In the moment, our head tells us all kinds of things, and, of course, all the other voices around us. We have a culture that says, no, get up and go. Don't, like our culture, our society doesn't allow for those breathers. It's it's not, it's a, we're in a go, go, go world, and, and sometimes, that's not what our spirit wants. Sometimes that's not what we need emotionally in order to heal or move forward or to think. And sometimes we don't know what we need and it's okay to, it's okay to not know. Like what you said a few minutes ago, it's okay to not be okay. 
It's the same thing with going backwards. Sometimes that's okay. Even if you don't know why, even if it's not conscious, even if it's not, you know, yeah, I, I feel like I'm saying what you were saying, though, just in different words. Yeah, and I like that because, you know me, I'm ghetto gospel. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to speak it speak it as it come, comes to me. And, yeah, that's why the, the retrograde analogy come to me because, yeah, life is like that. And, I, I you know, I'm thinking, and, yeah, I kind of do believe, and sometimes we do need that reverse. You know, even, hey, even in Christianity, they tell you about repent. Repenting is to turn around. So, therefore, again, you see how spirituality and some of the scriptures in the Bible do coincide into how we, uh, it's, it's a map for us to uh, move through this dimension here. You know, it's just a shame that uh, some other entities got a hold to some knowledge that we needed to know. So it's like we're learning on the fly. But it's okay. And, you know, some of us, we're, we're going to get it. And, and then we, we move and then we trans, transcend and then we change and we do our thing. And, and um, some not going to get it. And we talked about that here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. And, yes, there is a reincarnation, you know, and, and, and people, you know, whether you believe it or not doesn't mean that it is not so. You know, and so I've had people who tell me that I don't believe in astrology, and I'm like, you know, respectfully, if that's what you believe, that's fine. That's, you know, respectfully, that's not what I believe. So it's this thing on on, on, on death, and I, I wish uh, I have uh, someone who listens to our show on the regular and I really wish they had listened and tuned in because they would hear that it's not about being sad and, and your, your grandma died and you're throwing up memories on Facebook every year and holding, holding on to that. And I'm like, I know personally my mother would not like that. I know personally my mother told me and my sister, my younger sister, she told us she do not want us to come and, and, and bring flowers to her grave because she was nowhere near uh, transitioning at that point, and she shared some things with me, and she didn't want that. And, again, she didn't want it, so I'm not going to do it. I have siblings, whatever, they go and do that because, Yes, you have to do what works for you, you know. And and that's what's about what works for you, you do that. You know, that's what gets you through your day, and then you do that. But if there's like a smidgen of another way that you could live in a more life, more freedom, more, um, more on the healing side as opposed to being on – the drug side, you know, it's like generations and generations of someone has transitioned and 
you're being kind to their children because of your relationship with that person, but the children who have grown, they're not, they don't really deserve that type of what you would give to that the person that transitioned. They haven't shown no kindness toward you, whatever, but yet because of the transitioning of your loved one, you're holding on to something. And to me, that puts you in a, in a grievous state. You're continuing to grieve. And Christian, y'all know, I don't be wanting to talk about you, but I have to drop some truth in your Bible. It tells you not to grieve, you know, but yet you do. So with your faith, Judy, I know you're a different type, but you don't like to call people out, but I call people out because we are in these type of days where, look, I'm going to yank you. This is why I have Ovasi view, so I can share the knowledge that I have with Christianity you know, and some of the, the the ideologies and the theology that they have is a, uh, insanity. And if, if we're going to be here, I would want people to be here more in peace, you know, because there's people who look at my life. That's why I don't post as much as I used to. You know, I come from a photographer, so... I like to take pictures. I like to share. I'm a storyteller. I like to share stories through my photos. But then I started learning because I'm changing and being more happier with myself. Mm, People who are not changing are miserable. So if I can come here. Yes, we all deserve to be happy. Right. And, and to your point with the with the grieving thing, I do I agree with you and I know what you mean that they they feel like they have to stay in that grieving uh state in order to honor that person that's passed. And I think that we are given this subtle message in society and in religions and that that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be sad. And I believe that you can, there's a difference between grieving to the point where you're, like what you were talking about, where you're just in that miserable state all the time, as opposed to grieving and moving through it through a healing stage and also recognizing that you're still allowed to feel joy, which is what you personally did Gigi and and that's the difference between how you grieved in a healthy healing manner that moved you into a state of joy because you have that perception of allowing it in versus people who just stay in that grieving state and I know people like that too and it, I, I feel so sad for them because you're right it lowers their vibration and their vibration stays low. But there is a way to do the grieving process where you're not in that low vibration state all the time. And I think people don't understand that subtle difference. So I think you should call them out. It's, I know I don't typically do that. That's not necessarily my way. 
but that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. Sometimes you do, and you know that's it, that's what you're good at, and that helps. It, I mean, it needs it needs to be said at times. It does. So absolutely, so I, it does, I, and I, um, and also staying in line with Christianity. That's something that they believe in. You're supposed to call out something like this. You're supposed to call out the wrong. But now people are like, oh, I don't want to offend. Oh, I don't want to say. And that's why the whole, (laughs) no, that's not why. But certain uh, things are crumbling down because people are not willing to stand up and be bold and speak what they should speak because, there's, they're like, with through the media, they got everybody scared. I don't want to offend somebody. Are you serious? No, we are speaking a fact. We are saying a truth. If you want to get me on that, and then that's on you, right? So, facts. There's uh in the Bible when King Solomon was going out of his crazy head doing all kind of things. You know, his religion, Hebrew, you know, he's not supposed to go outside of uh, Hebrew with his wife, but he did, right? Mainly her because he's a man, right? So his right arm man went to him boldly, told him, look, dude, even though he's the king of Hebrew, I mean, Israel, no, I'm getting it wrong. He's a king of something. But his right-hand man went to him and told him, brother, you are wrong. When King David, these are stories, the scriptures, that's why they call it scriptures, you know, the script, these stories that they tell us, they even King David, people who are Christians, y'all know what I'm talking about. David, he lusted after the wife, he had the husband killed. He had someone come to him, look, and he's the king. He said, look, you're wrong, dude. You're going to be punished by this. And he did. You know, his son got killed. So, uh, yeah, um, the universe moves in all kind of ways, and that's the story of, of it all R- right there in, in the nutshell. So we must not move by fear. That's the first thing. Moving by fear will just get you and and maintain that low vibration. Uh, Living in fear will cause you not to be bold and not to stand up and speak what needs to be said. Many people are scared right now, and it used to scare me, and it did send me into some type of anxieties because I was like, Christians, and I want to shake Cridway Christians. What what's up? What's going on? Where's your bonus? Where's that bonus you're supposed to have before God and for your God? But they you know, I'm looking and they're all falling down and, and bowing down to Baal, B A A L, right? Scared to die. That's another thing. We did have a show on that one. You guys check it out here on Blog Talk Radio. Christians who talk about going to heaven, right, and they Bible thump you to death, <laughs> quote, unquote, Bible thump you to death, <laughs> and Pun they intended. believe, <laughs> no, 
And they believe that when they die, they go to heaven. But why, my question to you, send your comments, hot words, hot topics at hotmail.com. Why are you trying to stay here? Why are you in fear? What scares you? Okay? Why do you feel stuck in the unknowing when all the information is not out there? All the information is in you, in you, okay? So take little baby steps and and go get you a deck of tarot cards. And, uh, yeah, at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that I do tarot readings, right? And I'm going to tell you, when I flip over the death card, people start flipping and crying. They, oh, no, no, Gigi, they don't want to hear anymore. And when I see the death card, I tell them, I have to tell them, look, the death card means change. It means something in your life <laughs> is going to change. It doesn't mean never have I did that card and tell you. I'm going to tell you, it's been several times because I've been doing it for about uh, three years now. And um, never has I pulled that death card and that person has physically died. You know, they're, you know, they're sad. I personally pulled it many times myself. I've done readings for myself. I was doing it very regularly for a while to help me with my spiritual development and to help me connect with um, my path and intuition. And I'm still here. I've pulled it numerous times, so... There's there's See? more proof for your listeners. Thank you. See, this is self-help. This is me, Gigi, and I'm glad my friend Judy came on to share some things with you as well, and my co-host, Lisa Michelle Garrett. She always have a story to share whatever topic it is. You know, she hears me ranting and raving about some things, and she saw me go through my caterpillar butterfly situation, you know, so this is good. You know, I, I'm I'm choosing for myself, and this is what we have to do. There's things in your own life that you have to choose for yourself, and I am choosing not to think in the future of my loved ones that I love so much that their day is coming because they're older, my siblings, they're in their 70s and 80s, and that's too nerve-wracking for me. It sent me crying one day, for real. I was at the laundromat just in tears, just crying, and I, I, don't, I don't know. I got a hold of myself, or so the ancestors came in and helped me get a hold of myself and um, stay with what you know, Right. So I am staying with what I know of and what I have learned to know of is that we all go through the circle of life, yo. It's good. And Christians, my Christian friends and my sisters and brothers in Christianity, it's in there. It's in that book. Your your spirit will go on. You don't have to fear death. You don't have to be here and follow of a set of rules that you don't want to because you you believe that you're going to be judged by some entity and then from there you're going to heaven or hell, heaven or hell. Where we are right now, I'm going to throw it out there, Ovasi view, my opinion, right here, right now, it's heaven or hell. On earth, it's what you make it. It could be hell or it could be 
heaven, whatever you choose for it to be. We have our mind and capabilities to move past the external things of what the system wants to cause in your life, okay? As I've always said, this is your never-ending story. This is your never-ending story. Stay in the moment. These are uh, things that I use to carry on with my life. I'm 61, and I made it. I'm good. If I was to transition when I click this button and we're going off the skull and going off the air, honey, it's good. I had a good ride. All things good. I'm telling you. But I'm not ready to go yet. (laughs) So I'm going to be Mm -hmm. here sharing what I want to share because I'm going to tell you there's many, 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 many times tried to uh, take me away, but I'm still here. Judy, we got like one minute left. You have a final thing you would like to share? Um, I actually just really enjoyed this conversation, and I just love how insightful and, and wise you were. I, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I can't think of anything to follow up what you just said because I was just listening to you, and I'm like, wow, that's good. I'm like, we could just close right there. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have anything else to add. Just thank you for uh, having me and, and allowing me to share some time with, with you. Oh, always. I love when you come on any show that I'm having, Judy Graybill. She is a therapist in Step Families, and she is doing wonderful work. Quick catch, find her on Instagram and tap into her because you're going to learn something, you're going to heal from something, and this is what I know, all right? So thank you once again for tuning in to Ovasi View. It's great. For me, this is the first Tuesday, so I've tapped in on Liz LGD Poet. She'll be back with my life. She have a wonderful topic. She's coming back in December for you. The last season, last show we had on Sunday, make sure you catch the replays with Free Thought Society hosted by Salah Black Soul and Rob J. Send out some positive vibrations over there to those young brothers because the men need their talks, need their communication because lately uh, Hot Words, all the hosts have been women and we're saying what we need to say, but these brothers right here, they're not misogynistic in that way. They're really talking about the emotions that they go through as men, and that's really great. And on this last note, I want to remind you all that when your loved ones are, are a transition and are not physically here with you, remember, they're watching. I truly believe that. There's nothing and nobody could tell me that that's not the truth. I know they're watching. They're not 24-7 got you on lock or anything like that. But you know what? Stay in peace, and peace will be in you. Another day has gone. I'm still on.